My name is Kimberly, and you're listening to the Spine Whispers podcast. With me are Dr. Josh Fink, Dr. Matt Fink, and Dr. Brad Maurer. Like Kim said, this is the Spine Whisperer podcast. We had decided that we were never going to do a podcast. We talk all day long, and uh, we do an incredible job of it. I didn't feel like we needed to be recorded, but we have been convinced by our patients to start the podcast. So we gathered up some ideas, and we're going to go through those line by line. Not today, though. Today, I just want to talk about a couple things, and then I want to get the doctor's opinions on stretching, because that's going to be our very first topic. So very first thing, please Take this podcast as it's intended. We are not here to diagnose and treat just based on a podcast. It is just the best information up to date as of right now. And so if you need something diagnosed, then we should see you at the office. We're not going to be able to diagnose you over a podcast. So we're going to give as specific information as we can, but understand that that's what this podcast is for. It's for our patients and friends of our patients and anybody that wants to live healthier and raise their kids nice and healthy. So... Having said that, let's get right into the topic of the day. This very first podcast, we wanted to talk about stretching. And Dr. Matt and Dr. Brad and I, we are constantly yelling. Uh, Yelling is probably the word about how people stretch or how they don't stretch and how they are not taught to stretch. So we're going to break this down for everybody. That way we can hopefully avoid an accident full summer and people can actually get out and enjoy themselves. So there's two types of stretching. When we have our coaches stretching us beforehand or when they have us stretching after, you know, it's like, hey, Dr. Fink, what should I do? My coach has me stretching for 50 minutes beforehand. Or, hey, Dr. Fink, my coach, you know, hooks me up to a tree like they did to um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. What movie is that? Kickboxer? Yeah. It's Kickboxer yeah. where they have him. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they have him, the ropes, yeah. and they're helping yeah. him stretch? Yeah. There's times when that probably is necessary. <laughs> So we're not going to go that far, but what we want to do is identify the proper ways to stretch and when to do them. So let's get some operational definitions. Who wants to go first? So dynamic stretching, and we've been talking about this for 15, over, over yeah. 10 years. I was going to 15. Yeah. And so the big deal is Dr. Matt's going to talk about static stretching. That's what a lot of us grew up doing. Right. He's going to talk about probably specific examples like touching your toes and holding that for 30 seconds. But what I'm going to focus on is dynamic stretching. So... As a basic definition, it's basically a form of stretching that also involves movement at the same time. So you've maybe maybe you've watched your children play sports and you've seen, you know, before a soccer match, you see them doing some skips, you see them doing lunges with body twists, you see them open the gate, close the gate, or else maybe they've told you the names of those. So all of that is part of a generalized warm-up, which is very, very important. And a specific part of that is the dynamic stretching. And there's many different reasons why it's important to do a dynamic stretching. Of course, the first thing that comes to mind is getting those muscles warmed up. It's getting the oxygen going. Of course, it's, it's stretching. It's getting the movement within that proper range of motion. But the most important thing in general, and especially to us, is the neurological side of it. It's really getting that, those nerves fired up. It's getting you prepared for a workout. So that part of it, especially as, as chiropractors, we love the fact that that dynamic stretching and a generalized warm-up is going to get your nervous system up to par. So it's really, it's more than just lengthening muscle. Yeah. You're saying that. A lot more to it. And besides that, it's going to help with strength and power. You know, what they found is that just sitting around and, and touching your toes isn't going to help Right. With performance. It actually may hurt it. That's right. Detrimental. Yes. So, and doing dynamic stretching is actually going to 
heighten that and allow you so to So give us some, um, give us an example of a dynamic stretch. So like what's the most common one that practically every, let's say, running sport, like, and by running sport, I mean everything from football to cross country, like any sport where you're running during the sport. Um, you could do something like a knee to chest where you're walking slowly, but as you walk, you're bringing your knee up, using your hands to bring it up towards your chest. And you continue to do that for maybe 30 seconds. Okay. Just uh, alternating. But, and for knees. sports, let's say, you know, you basically just do half the field or half the court, let's say. You go down, do one form of dynamic stretching, let's say that knee to chest, you come back, you're doing lunges with a twist, and then you switch to open the gate, close the gate. So there's a whole bunch, I mean, we'd probably have to come up with a whole pamphlet to handle oh, people. Yeah. Oh, so a yeah. bunch of different options, but I've been impressed because as a lot of people know, I enjoy spending a lot of time watching my daughter play different sports. Oh, yeah. Right now it's camping out, softball, all just bleachers. finished up volleyball. And over the last 10 years, I've been really impressed because 10 years ago, I didn't see many teams. No. Remember, we used to, yeah. we used to like, we had to tell her. We would be doing talks at Athletic Association and we would get in a, like almost a fight. Like with the people, they would not want to listen to us. Yeah. And at this point, 10 years later, I'm really seeing, I mean, I'm surprised when I don't see it now. Yeah. Uh, especially with the volleyball. I, I see all the teams doing a, a, a warm dynamic. up, a dynamic warm up, dynamic stretching before matches. Softball too, maybe not to the the same level. I think that could still use a little more improvement. But of course, my daughter's team does it. Right. Uh, and I would say at this point, we have to keep promoting it to the parents and the coaches for the young people. Right. But I almost feel like now we need to focus a little more time on the parents or the adults as well, right. getting them convinced that. To do it themselves, because we're the ones that learn wrong. Yeah, to spend yeah. the time doing that, yeah. You jog so, and then sit in a circle and do static. Would stuff. you say that the takeaway for this is like, it's not just that they're stretching, it's the neurological change. It's that they're prepping their body for performance. And yeah. that's what's important. Yeah. Okay. Not to get too much of science, but yeah, motor unit recruitment and rate coding, firing frequency, all that good stuff. You got stuff. a little bit of science. A little bit. So. <laughs> he had to say those words. Look those, word, look those words up. He, he used good words. words. Yeah. We He's need good a definition. Words. Yeah. All right. And then Dr. Matt. You want to talk about static stretching? Yeah, so static stretching is, no one likes to talk about it. And it's equal to people actually not doing it as well. So not only do people not like to talk about it, they don't like to do it. <laughs> um, dynamic stretching is like the good kid, right? Everybody loves the good kid. No one wants to do any attention to the bad kid, which is stretching. And stretching really should be done following the exercise, all right? You want to... Stretch out the muscles that you're using, which I know is redundant, but a lot of people are like, well, why would I stretch that out? Well, you just ran. So now your muscles are more pliable, they're warmed up. Now's the time to stretch the muscle, reinforce those ligaments, make sure that everything's doing what it should be doing. Now, usually for stretching, you want minimum is 10 seconds, maximum is 30 seconds. So usually people go between 15, 30 mm -hmm. seconds with each hold. What's that do? Like, why not? Well, I've heard you say, like, not 10 and not 30. Like, why not? Because they've actually done studies where they've done, okay, you get a stretch for five seconds. Right. You get a stretch for, you know, 30 seconds. They've taken that information and data, and now they've seen that people have better results. Gotcha. Regarding not muscle length, but muscle actually being more pliable. All right. So they're not going to explode. They're just not going to get the results. Right. Okay. So right. somebody's like secretly doing only a three-second stretch, which is almost everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you're looking at trying to get the most out of your body, right? And that's what 
us as doctors are looking for our patients is how do we get the patients to where they want to be with just a minimal amount of effort, just warm up, do the exercise, and then stretch out following it. And this gives you the best results. And we're not talking like do a 50-minute stretch afterwards. We're talking you work out, you do shoulders, you do biceps, you do upper back, stretch those out. You know, figure out a way to where you're getting the best stretch. So if somebody spends 45 minutes working out, how many minutes should they spend stretching? About 5 to 10 afterwards. All right. So about 10%. Yeah, yeah, call it 8%, 8.5 maybe. Okay. And I feel like this is the hardest part when we talk to our patients or talk to the general public. Right. Trying to get them to do this. Yeah, some of, some will basically tell us, no, we're, we're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. And then they'll come in hurt. And it's like, yeah. what do you, you know, they, like, they feel like, yeah, can you imagine 10 minutes done, stretching? As soon as they're done, they want to rush out. And then the other thing regarding stretching is if you have a buddy and you guys can work together on reinforcing actual stretching following your exercise it makes it that much easier mm-hmm. it's always mm-hmm. easier when someone's there supporting you whether you're working out whether you're trying to change your life whether you're trying to eat better whatever you're trying to do when someone else is there to support you it's easier to, to for you to buy, kind of back what did you that. say yesterday you said about support to somebody i heard you say something incredible it was like it was like a support domino simile. It was just awesome. I don't, I don't remember what it was. I'm having Andrea write down all the things I You should, because there's like 100 I've t-shirts. Really and and we'll You're start been out, out of control. We'll start out with that. Brad, I'm not kidding. It's like one great thing every other day. Like, and Andrea's just like, did, did you hear what he said today? We'll start out with it. It'll be complete savings, 24-7. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the take-home that you want for people with static stretching is that now they've done their exercise. They want them to stretch that muscle out. It's warm. It's got blood in it. You want to make that thing lengthen out, and they'll get the most bang for their buck from their exercise. Yeah. Great for recovery as well. Oh, and, okay, cool. And it can help reduce some of that muscle soreness. That's also. right. That's right. So there's a ton of benefits. That Right. So it's not optional, is it? You want the best results? Right. Do what if, we if say. people want like, help. Yeah, right. I'm sure we could pull out one of the exercises they're doing oh, yeah. that we don't like. <laughs> yeah, they're just uh, like... And then throw in some... I don't get it. People being there doing like those... For me, the worst is those reverse leg curls. Like those hamstring curls. God, those hurt. And then to do those, put that effort in, and then not stretch out. You just wasted that extra effort. You just wasted it. You could have gotten more out of it. So, All right, very good. So I hope that clears that up for everybody. What you need to know, you know, it's no ifs, no ands, no buts. There's different types of stretching that are super appropriate for different types of exercises that you're doing. Dr. Brad and Dr. Matt took the time to make some incredible chart. We have it here at the office. So if you are listening to the podcast, come in. Um, both Winsville and Cottleville, both offices will have that. Make sure you take that home or take it to your team. And if your coach is like, oh, we only touch our toes here, you know, bring them in so we can beat them up, you know, or let us know where they live or something. And we'll make sure they get the right information. I have two follow-up questions. One, why don't people stretch out? I hear time a lot of it. As soon as they get done working out, this is as far as adults go. Right. As soon as they get done, they just they have things to do. Right. It would, took enough time for them to work out, and when they're done, they just want to head out. The, the other thing is, like, uh, they don't think they need to because they're not a professional athlete, so why should they if they're not going full force? Yeah, just don't understand the, yeah. the full benefits. Okay. All right, very good. And then we, on a side note, when they come in, if patients come in for that handout, we also have a handout called Mulch Yoga. And... Um, Everybody was learning about this the other week, and that the handout had three different exercises that were designed to dynamically stretch the hip flexors and the low back muscles, the extensors. 
And that's what that was, is an application of dynamic stretching. So that is specifically, we designed that for people going out in the yard that week in order to reduce injuries. And it reduced some injuries. We had about half of the, usually that first Monday, you know, where it's nice. If it's nice Saturday and it's nice Sunday for the first time of the year, that following Monday, it's like a mass unit. So that did pretty good. Okay, so those two things. And then, Dr. Fink, you have anything for the end of the first podcast? I know we used to do, uh, for our video podcast, we used to do some sort of saying or we do a drawing, but right. we've kind of gone away from that. So, I mean, I just want to say that it's nice being back on the airwaves again. <laughs> it is going to be. I am pretty excited. We've got... The goal is to do these every other week. But if it gets crazy and people have to have the information, we'll find a way to sit down every week. But I was looking at the list Andrea had and Peggy had. It's something like 62 different topics people want us to speak more about. So that's why we do it. You know, people are like, hey, I want to listen to what you have to say, but I'm not standing here. You know, they need our voices in their car. They need our voices in their lives, but not us right in front of them. So, all right, very good. Dr. Maurer? I would just say, just make sure you talk to us. If you have questions following this one, come right. to us. Right. If you're a coach and you, you need dynamic stretches, dynamic warm-up, static stretches for after, mm-hmm. let us know. Or for your job. If you're labor-intensive job, ask us for yeah, that's dynamic a great, warm-up that's a great before, before work and then static after. I have uh, just a couple closing comments. One, what typing award did you win? Oh. I, was, <laughs> I heard about yeah, this. Yeah, high school. Like how many words a minute? Oh, I don't even Is that real? That was yeah, it's real. <laughs> he doesn't lie? Well... It's, you literally have a trophy for typing. I'll hang it up right over here by these other ones. <laughs> you got enough things on this wall. It's intimidating. The wall's going to fall down. People can't see it, but Dr. Maurer's wall looks like it, it's just ridiculous. It's covered in things that talk about how great he is. I don't even know where my diploma is. I have it. Kimberly, do you have anything? No, I'm just uh, excited to be in this room with you guys. I know you are. For folks that don't know, Kimberly is going to be in charge of making sure we don't veer too wildly off topic and then waving her arms around wildly when we go way over time. Because on our video cast that we did, we have a rule called the Jamie rule. And that's my wife's rule that we'd not take more than five minutes because she'll lose interest and turn us off. We're going a little bit longer than that for podcasts, hopefully, because she's going to be in the car driving around and she can't turn us off as easily because the kids (laughs) will be screaming or something. I'm not sure. So the Jamie rule will be in effect, but hopefully we'll get it reduced. I haven't got an official ruling on her as to what the time limit is. So thank you guys for listening. You expect a lot more great stuff out of us. If you have any ideas or any feedback, you need to email Kimberly. So that's Kim, K-I-M, at yourmidfamwellness.com. Dot com And I know that's annoying. That address is going to be changing soon. Mm-hmm. So for Dr. Fink, for Dr. Maurer, for Kimberly and myself, thank you for listening. And we will see you in a couple weeks. 